The Holy Gospel according to John, the 18th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this on your own, or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I am no Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Today in the church year, we are celebrating the Feast of Christ the King, instituted by Pope Pius XI for the Universal Church in 1925. At the time, non-Christian dictatorships in Europe, like fascism and communism, were rising, mimicking the ancient Roman emperors who had taken the title Messiah for themselves and acted as divine gods over their kingdoms, those dictators attempted to assert their authority over the church. Pope Pius connected the increasing denial of Christ as king to the rise of secularism, writing that Christ our Lord is given all power in heaven and on earth, and therefore nothing is exempt from his empire, the Pope reminded Christians that Christ, not earthly rulers, must reign in our minds, in our wills, in our hearts, and in our bodies. Today is also the last Sunday of the church year, marking the end of the long green season of ordinary time that we've enjoyed since the beginning of the summer. And next, summer, next Sunday, we enter the season of Advent, and we turn towards Bethlehem as we anticipate the birth of our true Messiah and King at Christmas. When we name the infant Jesus as king, we assert his kingship and authority over every part of our lives, and we deny it to all other powers and principalities. In today's gospel reading, Jesus has been arrested, and he is on trial before Pilate, the Roman governor of Judea, who is interrogating him. Pilate asks Jesus whether the charge that he is king of the Jews is true or not. 
As Rome's chief authority in Palestine, Pilate is pressing Rome's full authority against Jesus when he asks this question. But Jesus doesn't bow to the governor's pressure. He doesn't answer his question. In all four gospel accounts, Pilate questions Jesus this way, but it is only here in the Gospel of John that we get this extended conversation between the two men where Jesus contrasts his kingdom and truth with the world, saying everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. The Christian life compels us to submit to the authority of the true God instead of listening to the myriad of competing voices that call out to us from across our lives. Israel's prophets had instructed God's people to listen to the voice of the Lord. This isn't a new instruction, but too often we make the mistake of thinking that God stopped speaking when the last of the prophets died. Here in John's Gospel, in the very first chapter, John the Baptizer shouts in the wilderness, calling us to repentance and baptism. In the 10th chapter, the shepherd calls to her flock to save the ones who are lost. And in the 12th, Lazarus is restored to life when Jesus calls his name. We need to still be listening to Jesus' voice. Because when we listen to Jesus' voice, we hear the truth of God's grace and love and the promise of life found in it. In confession, we hear the words, God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. We hear how God pours grace upon us and God's mercies are given anew to us each day. Around this table, we hear how God sent to us the Son, who reached out to heal the sick and the suffering, who preached good news to the poor, and who on the cross opened his arms to all. And we are wrapped in God's great love for us all. And through the bread and the wine that we share here, we receive that grace and love in the sacramental elements, nourishing us for this life together. On this Christ the King Sunday, the good news of the gospel is that Christ's kingdom and rule have not ended and are not thwarted by the powers that we see here on earth. Every time we gather as people of faith, whether it's in worship or in Bible study or fellowship or in our homes or on the sidewalks uptown, we are witnesses to the testimony Jesus gives because God continues to speak through God's people to accomplish, accomplish God's purposes. I know it's not even Advent yet, but as I read this text and reflected on this day that asserts God's authority over that of humankind. 
and what it means to listen to Jesus' voice. I recall the Christmas song, Do You Hear What I Hear? In each of its verses, the question that is asked changes. First, it is, do you see what I see? And then, do you hear what I hear? And finally, do you know what I know? And then the song's last verse calls out to hearers, listen to what I say. My prayer for this season in our lives is that while the world is clamoring for our attention with brightly lit baubles and headlines continue to amplify the harshest rhetoric, we might pay attention to what God sees and hears and knows and listen more carefully to Jesus' voice in our own lives. Let us pray. Holy God, the Alpha and the Omega, thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Shepherd and King. Help us listen for his voice over the cacophony of noise around us. And send us, strengthened by your Spirit, into the world as faithful witnesses to the one who reigns forever. Amen.